0: Welcome back to another episode of Hanging in the Hangar. I'm here with Daniel Meek as per usual, and we What's have up? our guest, Disa Power, here with us. Um, so, uh, why don't we just start by saying we're sorry we've been away for so long?
1: <laughs> the hiatus yeah. has ended. We're back. We're back, hopefully. Better than ever, hanging out in the hangar. Exactly.
0: Uh, so let's jump right into it. Uh, so we have Disa here, and we'll just, uh, get to know Disa. So Disa, where are you from?
2: Hello everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, I, that is a hard question to answer. (laughs) (laughs) I always struggle with that because I grew up in a military family, so we are from kind of all over in the States, but I moved here from Virginia Beach, and I am a server, at a restaurant here. I don't know if I'll say the name on the podcast because I don't want random people showing up. Um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but I wound up in Nashville just because I always always wanted to live here um, and kind of the opportunity finally presented itself and I was like, okay, we're just going to go for it. See what God has for me there.
0: Nice. So why Nashville? said so you always wanted to live here. Was it country music? What was it? hot uh, chicken
2: <laughs> yeah a little bit of both maybe not hot chicken because i can't <laughs> eat it um but yeah it just always felt homey to me um i just liked like the vibes um definitely do enjoy country music and i don't know just i wanted somewhere that i could see myself settling down because moving around all the time it was like Okay, where where can I see myself
0: mm-hmm.
2: for the long term? Um, and still seeing if that's here, but yeah, God only knows.
0: We've got everything except the beach. So
1: yeah,
2: aren't
1: there some beaches around here, like like lake? Side <laughs> yeah, beaches? but they're not like, like nice beaches. Beach. <laughs> they're not nice beaches. <laughs> um, so you do like country music? I do. Do you have a favorite country music artist?
2: Uh, Brett Eldridge.
1: No idea who that is. I have no idea either. Are you a country music fan? No. Me either. Yeah, it's surprising <laughs> to hear here, Daniel.
0: Why are we even in Nashville?
1: I'm just gonna, yeah. No more comments. Just not a country music fan. Yeah.
0: Hi. More power to those who are.
1: More decent power.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I think we have the name for the episode.
1: <laughs> more, decent, more decent power to you? Yeah. I like it. Um, So... Disa, when did you move here?
2: Uh, it's been two years now.
1: Two years? Mm-hmm. When did you first show up at at West End?
2: Uh, like end of September last year.
1: Of twenty two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Why? Yeah why why did you why did you show up at West End? Yeah, why a year later?
2: <laughs> um, it just took me that long to find it. Um, I don't know. I was. Trying out, you know, church hopping, okay. but never really found a church that fit for me. Um, and then it was my aunt and uncle's church that they go to when they visit their kids. So they invited me one Sunday, and that's how, how I found West End. And it kind of just clicked. And then I came to Young Adults the the week after that, on yeah. Tuesday. Been coming ever since. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. It's a great church. If you're looking for a church in Nashville,
1: (laughs) we loved having you, and um, you're super involved. I I I really love how you um, are always bringing people. Like you're like a gatherer. It's just like so. Do do you do that in your in other areas of your life? Like you're bringing people to church, but are have you always been that way? In other groups, do you invite people in?
2: Um, I would say. Growing up introverted, like you're always kind of looking for the outcast and wanting to include people. So I think it, it stems from that. Um, I think I'm, I don't know, natural connector slash gatherer. So like I definitely have connected friends in the past. Um, and yeah, I, so that's the thing I like to do. Bring yeah, people in. Makes
1: sense.
0: Yeah, I've noticed you've gotten very involved in not just young adults but also the church itself. Um is that something that you like naturally gravitate towards?
2: Um no. No, okay. <laughs> Definitely not. I am very much an introvert, probably like 60/40 like introvert extrovert, but I just know that in order for Nashville to feel like more of a home, like mm. I need to actually implant my my myself in in activities in the church um because that's where i definitely um find my people mm-hmm. um and yeah just like i know that that is important for just establishing myself okay.
0: so now that you've been here for two years what are some of your favorite things to do around nashville
2: um Radner, radnor, radnor. Uh. State Park. Yeah, you know,
1: I've literally never been there. Oh, um, yeah, we just, I just went like on Saturday. I've tried to go twice, and it's been like one in, one out, oh, and I've so tur- hard. I've turned around both times. Yeah, I've been like, nope, we're not doing this.
2: I I have my my route that I that really I do. I don't go all the way around. Okay. I I go up, go along the lake trail, and then I go up Gainey Ridge and turn around and walk back out. After I do that, it's amazing. It's. It's one of my favorite spots. I gotta go, yeah. So, like, you gotta go
0: on like a weeknight when like there's less people there. Okay, yeah. We to Weekends it if it's super nice out. Or six thirty in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> is that when you go? That's
2: when I've been trying to go. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I get there around seven a.m. Is it like
1: a weekly thing for you?
2: I I've been trying to do it weekly. Yeah. Just like I don't know. It's it's my god spot. It's where I kind of find find peace in the day to day.
0: Are you catching the sunrise when you're there? A little, a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's like kind of on the tail end of it, okay. depending on mm. when I get there.
0: That's
1: amazing. Yeah. Because that's not a short drive. What is that, 20 minutes from yeah. Your house?
2: Yeah, that's 20. Okay. I don't know. When when you find your spot, I'm like, yeah, I, I just walk you. around, I talk to the deer,
1: and I like... <laughs> do you really? <laughs> yeah. What do you say to him? He's <laughs> like, dear, deer? <laughs> Did you say hey? Hey, do you, deer. Do you name him?
2: Uh, I would forget who was who. <laughs> was
0: so weird. you haven't seen the same one consistently, or you have?
2: I wouldn't know.
0: Okay. Yeah. There's no way to know. I would <laughs> I guess not.
2: I could say, hey, so-and-so, but <laughs> it could be the wrong name.
1: Yeah, that would be offensive to beer. The <laughs> yeah, they would hate that. Yeah, they would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Radnor Lake, what yes, else? Yes. What, what else, Nashville?
2: Um, I don't know. It's really just... I go to work and I go to church and I go to Radner. I go to some coffee
1: shops. Favorite coffee shop?
2: Oh, uh, OSA. Where's that? It's like right by, um, right at Edge Hill Music Row.
1: OSA. Oh, so. did, <laughs> did you know that was kind of. <laughs> I, I have, maybe I've been there.
2: It's like a walk up coffee shop, so it's not a sit down. Okay. But their coffee is definitely the best. Cool. Okay um for vibes i really do like um oh gosh what's it called that land of a thousand is that where
1: me and you met yes yeah
2: land of a thousand hills
1: lakes lakes that's minnesota (laughs) land Land of lakes the butter
0: brand (laughs)
2: land
1: of (laughs) lakes the butter brand yeah that's it it's buttery coffee. I think it's land. It's Land of a Thousand Lakes or Land of a Thousand I think it's hills. hills. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is yeah, I wouldn't dynamite podcasting. <laughs> Our tens of guests oh or tens God. of listeners. just Josh.
0: Is it just Josh these boy. days? Honestly, I have no idea if people know about this yeah. podcast.
1: Dang it. They're <laughs> not
2: My my family will know now. That's like yeah. seven people.
1: We do not <laughs> talk about it. I, I, every single week, tell myself I'm going to promote Hanging in the hangar. I know. we has got to do <laughs> something I've never talked about it. we got to have something
0: that, like, people can, you know, get involved in sit up there. will be like, oh, like... Do you have ideas? Yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned to you, uh, the... So there's a game that I want to play called How Many Young Adults Can Daniel Name? <laughs> and essentially, uh... Alternate name for it is uh, young adult or stock image. And Daniel has to guess if he knows them or if this is just a stock image. And I figure we'd need people to send in pictures of themselves. And then maybe they add a fun fact and we get to know about our uh, young adults here. That would
1: be great. I think I would do pretty well with first names. Okay. Um, But it has to be a picture. Like I can't just Mm. name them off the top of my head. (laughs) So it could be like Amanda, Alexis, 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 <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, like, Josh, Josh, yeah. Josh, Josh, the fourth Josh, fourth Josh, new Josh, old Josh, yeah, cool Josh, tall Josh, not cool Josh. <laughs> Ooh, sad for that guy.
2: You just throw out random names,
1: yeah. <laughs> These, I mean, uh, you
0: could say whatever you want, and I'd be like, they might exist, yeah, yeah. Kyle, Kyle.
1: Hmm. Okay. Saying.
2: Widespread community we have. Yeah.
1: Yes. Lots of different names. <laughs> so many. Well, so one thing that, Disa, you are, um, back to you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, audience, interactive game ideas, toss them our way. Yeah. Um, you, we talk about interaction and, and, uh, gravitating towards other people and you said it's not natural for you. Um. That's weird that it's not natural for you because I do know that you're you're an adventurer, mm-hmm. and so you are like kind of you you might not be extroverted, but you you like get out there, mm-hmm. yeah. You wanna yeah um... talk about where that comes from and why? Like, I've seen pictures of you on tops of mountains. Mm-hmm. I've seen you in Ireland, <laughs> jump into. Cold water and, yeah, just do crazy stuff. So yeah. Where does that come from?
2: Um, Probably my dad. Um, definitely growing up, we did a lot of hiking, a lot of camping. Um, and I would say I for sure get my, like, adventurous spirit from him, wanting to, like, reach new heights, go to new places. Um, and I don't think that really... I don't know if I would say it has anything to do with being extroverted or introverted yeah, no. because I feel like you, I don't know. I find, I find God outside. I find God yeah. out outdoors. Um, like in those places the most is where I see him. I
1: think that the reason I said that is because I think about the two people who I, I think about when I think about like hiking, I think, it's, I think I just said, think about a million times. <laughs> I'm still saying it. Um, Hiking or, or mountain climbing or adventurous, I think of you and Bobby. And <laughs> yeah. Bobby's extremely extroverted. Polar, polar opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I meant by, like, I yeah. think of adventurous being more extroverted.
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean, I think I've always gravitated, like, wanted to be more extroverted. So maybe that's, like, why I'm drawn to being that way, like in regards to the outdoors, like wanting to experience things.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of experiencing things, you two just went to Ireland. We did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Down under. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: He's been wanting to use that joke.
1: <laughs> For so long. Oh, man, Daniel. This is the perfect spot to break that out. <laughs> sure. Uh, so... Why
0: don't you just tell our listeners a little bit about why y'all were there if they haven't caught any of the other podcasts? Yeah, so
1: our um, our church partners with a couple of different ministries and churches uh, across the globe. And um, one of those ministry partners is in Ireland called Teagland Challenge. Um, it is a men's and women's um, rehabilitation clinic. They, they are trying to... Um, that, well, one thing that's cool about them is they're explicitly christian um their programs are are Christian they have you know Bible studies they operate from that world view um and, and I really think they're they're working really hard to end um drug addiction alcoholism homelessness, just kind of generational things that uh seem to be popping up everywhere these days so our church has been going over there for fifteen years. Um, this was my first trip this was Disa's first trip and there's a lot of different things that we do like for instance like part of Teaglen's uh facility that they own right now is currently um housing ukrainian refugees and so part of what we did was we just had the kind of a cookout field day fun bouncy castle thing with with ukrainian refugees and their kids um talking to them getting to know them hanging out um, sharing a meal um, one of the days was a, a service project for like the women's center needed some work done outside there. We kind of ripped up an old garden sidewalk, so to speak a mm-hmm. uh, garden pathway and laid down a bu- we moved like eight tons of rocks in one day it was it was a bunch of stuff and then um working the other days like working directly with the men and women at the at the facilities um Doing things like a little bit of Bible teaching, uh, mostly relational ministry, getting to know people, um, uh, us dudes at the, at the men's facility, we we played games, we played soccer, we went on hikes, um, just got to know the people over there, uh, loved on them, and then um, served in, they also have a soup kitchen, which is maybe the front porch to their ministry is how people would get into the, the rehab facility would be through their um, their soup kitchen. I guess that's what they call it, a soup kitchen, um, called the Lighthouse. And so we get, we were able to serve there, um, and we were able to walk around and, and do – they have what they call street teams, um, walking around and, and being um, – serving the homeless community out in Dublin. So – there's a lot of people that come into the lighthouse every day for food, for clothes, um, a place to to get dry, um, maybe community, maybe someone to talk to, whatever. But there's a lot of people who don't, and so then they take it out to the streets and take coffee and tea, a hot meal, socks, a jacket, you know, whatever it is, to people all over the city. So we got to do that. It was a lot of fun. Disa was there, and I'll I kind of let her talk a little bit about it. And I'll shut up.
2: <laughs> no, that was a great, great overview. Um, I would say a lot, um, a lot of the things that the women did at the Women's Center was like a lot of crafts. We just had like Bible teachings. Um, and yeah, just like building, building relations. Like that is the main, the main thing about this mission trip and why people from West End continually go back um because you just like get to know them like on a personal level um and you want to know if mm. they succeed if they make it through um and yeah. you just like pray that they do
1: I thought it was really cool um the program is 16 months long mm-hmm. and it's a voluntary program now some people are there because it's like do you want to go to to jail or do you want to go to rehab or whatever um, but par- it's voluntary. People can leave if they want to but it's a 16 month program um, and they, they talk about uh, rehabilitating the whole man or the whole person so not just physically beating addiction but mentally, emotionally physically and also spiritually mm-hmm. and that's a very powerful part of their ministry um, I think it is because I mean, the culture there is if you would say that America is whatever postmodern we're probably almost post christian um but Ireland is like post post christian, so it's we still we still operate in the West and well in America with some kind of foundation of some sort of semblance of a biblical worldview. And over there, it's just not. You know, you're you're talking to people about. You're kind of making basic assumptions of. I grew up in the Bible Belt in the South, and mm-hmm. you talk to someone over there, and and you might say something like, you know, um, in the Gospels, and they might say, well, "What's the Gospels? What is that?" You mm-hmm. know, um, depending on how old they are. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the culture is, is just it's it's very similar, but it's also but it's also a little bit different. I would say. I don't know, I'm just guessing, 20 to 30 years ahead of us, 40 years ahead of us, in terms of... I, I don't want to, like, offend them, but, like, um, departure from um, Christianity yeah. is, is maybe how I would say it. What do you think, in terms of culture?
2: Um, I mean, I I would say definitely, like, similar, similar feeling to here. Um, I would walk around and I would be like, wow, like... I'm in Ireland. Like, yeah, <laughs> just have to have to remember that while you're there, and have to like be like, okay, this is thank you God. Um, but yeah, like very, very like for sure post Christian. But it is hard to like see those things just like walking around in the day to day. Yeah, like you have to, like Daniel said, have have conversations where things like that come up, and you're like
1: you realize it yeah i'll say for for instance for us at the men's center the first day that we actually went to work with the men at the men's center um we had we had had three team meetings before we went to ireland and then me and the guys uh actually met about what we were going to be doing we had like four different sessions planned with the men Mm -hmm. and so we were like okay Four of us, we're going to teach four different, like, Bible lessons or, or devotionals or, or Bible teaching. Um, and then we'll have, like, a like a small group discussion. And then we'll have, like, a, an activity that we do together. Well, we get there on the first day. And there was so much more that needed to be done than, oh, we're just going to show up and do a nice little Bible mm-hmm. lesson. And then we'll feel better about ourselves. And then we'll leave. Um, there was legit questions. Legit questions. One of the guys had his Bible underlined, highlighted, with every single apparent contradiction that he had found in the Bible. And, you know, he's just like, What about this? What about this? What about this? And he was like he was militant about it. Um so that those are the kind of assumptions like I mean, sometimes here in America I think I think that I've gone into a situation where You go to, like, a school to do FCA or to some other kind of, like, service ministry. And you go in and you help out, and you might share a little five to ten minute devotional thing. And everybody closes their eyes when you pray at the end. And they all say thank you. That was a good good message or whatever. Well, over there, it's just like, well, you know, somebody might bust out and be like, well, I don't believe in God. Like, I hate God. God sucks. Like, and I, I just... I wasn't ready for that. They caught me off guard.
2: Well, I think certain aspects certain aspects like that it is it is hard to prepare because again, like there's a rotation with the program, so every like could be super new in the program, they could be like a couple months in, like could be nearing the ends. So yeah, you don't really know what their experience was or what they're going through or their background yeah yeah and yeah we do we do assume especially living in the bible belt yeah those things
1: do you have a favorite part of our trip to ireland
2: <sighs> um i would say probably the family fun day for the ukrainian refugees that definitely stands out in my mind um also my irish sea swim which was amazing and daniel would not go in
1: i might should have i just don't like to me i was like i've been in the ocean before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) not even the same
1: it's gotta be the same no um it did look fun there's a lot of people uh, was it cold
2: it was cold it was
1: definitely, How cold were we talking here? <laughs> was like uh, forty degrees, fifty degrees. Yeah, I
2: think it was around around forties, like somewhere in the yeah. like forty to forty five range.
0: And then what's that in Celsius?
2: No, I mean that's what it. It's like eight degrees Celsius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: For our the listeners, conversion from Ireland, rate yeah. is...
2: no, that's what literally someone who I was talking to about yeah. like because they do this daily in Ireland. They do like their sea swim. Yeah. I was talking to him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like eight Eight to ten degrees, and I was literally thinking Fahrenheit. I like, "You're like, I'm not getting there." <laughs> I was still gonna go, but <laughs> that's
1: the most. So, I would be like, in, in, "Why is it not ice?" Yeah, <laughs> have, I
2: would have gotten hypothermia. This is what
0: happened to Jack and Titanic. I don't think I'm going in. Yeah.
2: yeah, nowadays they're like, "Oh, wow, that's so good for your mental health, your yeah. your body." Yeah, physically. Cold showers and all
1: that kind of stuff. I mean, people
0: are getting into like the polar, uh, like the plunge pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of our clients, we're building one for them, and I was like, that sounds so unappealing to me in every sense
1: of it. I used to have a really good friend here at West End Young Adults that was obsessed with the more every morning. Mm -hmm. And it's not long, it's just jump in the shower when it's freezing cold. Just like you know, thirty seconds to a minute or whatever, and and then he's like, and then you can turn the heat up and and okay, take a shower yeah, or whatever. Right. I'm like, no.
2: I try to do it at the end of my shower, but
1: although I I do sometimes, I'm like, could I do this? <laughs> I've jumped in once. I'm like, this is miserable.
2: I I the like polar plunge like in an actual mm-hmm. tub that yeah. appeals to me more than actually taking a cold shower because it's just
1: so in football like. We used to have to get in ice baths mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after uh, like summer two-a-days. I mean, it's like July in Alabama or early August, and it's just humid and thick. And after practice, you've been out getting dehydrated for so long, you just hop in an yeah. ice bath, yeah. and it's it's miserable. It's
2: miserable. But doesn't it feel good when you get out? Oh, it feels great. <laughs> it really does so, feel great. So think of that. That's how it felt.
1: I'm only thinking about After the I here and now in the present, Disa.
2: After I went in the Irish Sea.
1: Yeah, that's my new wedding ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was noticing Daniel has a piece of string on his finger. Listener,
1: sorry we don't have video. but um, So my wedding ring um, is a
0: friendship bracelet. Oh, broke.
1: <laughs> my wedding ring broke about two or three months ago. And I just realized today, I was like, I haven't worn a wedding ring in two or three months. And so I found a piece of yarn in the hanger where we're hanging and just tied it around my finger.
0: more power to it.
1: And my wife is a friend, so it is yeah. a friendship bracelet. It's a friendship <laughs> ring. Exactly. I think my favorite part of Ireland, um, outside of... So I got to... Let me back up. Um my favorite part of Ireland in our service kind of in the missions area was our uh stories night, our worship night that we did. Um the men and women don't ever really get to be together. Um they have specialized specific, you know, treatment and 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 teachings and programs that they're going through. Um, but they brought them all together for a night in this, we call it a barn, barn night. And, um, we had four of our people share their stories, uh, and two of their people share their stories. Five minute snapshots, either kind of how God has shown, have you seen God like show up in your life or be active or be present or like what's your salvation story? Just a five minute snapshot. Um, we sang some songs before story time. Sang some songs after. Uh, it was beautiful. Disa shared a story. It was great. Um, I also heard Disa that you killed it in your Bible <laughs> teaching, which I'd love to have audio of so that we could attach to the yeah. podcast. We, we
2: thankfully did not record it.
1: Yeah, but so how was that for you, being an introvert? How was that teaching the Bible to a bunch of people that you don't know?
2: Uh, um, the morning session was great. Like, all thanks to God. Um, but was definitely terrified. Um, prepared an adequate amount. Um, and, yeah. And then God God kind of did the rest. And he, I just prayed that he spoke through me. Yeah. And I think that he did. I think that people were were touched. Uh, in, and the evening was great too. Yeah. But not great because I <laughs> hated it. <laughs> I, You're open for a lot of people. Oh my gosh. I I kind of like wish that I didn't do it, but yeah. I, I like like doing those brave things, to just like get yeah. out and and push myself. But just to have like a back seat like uh, view of the night like yeah. you did. Yeah. I felt like I was just, like, too engrossed and, yeah. like, couldn't necessarily
1: appreciate like it. Like, being, like, self-critical and, yes. like, examining and yes. stuff like that. yeah. So, I that's what... I That's my favorite thing about worship nights when I don't have to teach or talk or anything here at Young Adults is, like, I love getting to sit and experience in the background. Mm-hmm. I don't get to do that a ton mm-hmm. in my professional Christian life. Yeah. Um... But it really, it really was awesome to get to see um, the, trans, the, the, the transparent nature of all those who were sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was very touching just to hear. We had an older lady um, who is, um, she's been through a lot of stuff in her life. Younger lady in, in DISA, um, a younger man, in Colin, who's one of our young adults, and and an older man, um, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, uh, Papa Daniel. No, it wasn't me. But uh, it's you get that spectrum of people, and each person shared a different type of of God story, and so um, it was just it was really cool, and then to hear their two people. Um, Uh, two of the residents there at Mm Teaglen getting to kind of share was just, uh, it was touching and it was beautiful. beautiful. Um, I got to look over at the end um, of the worship night. One of the, one of the young men um, probably like 21 or 22 uh, with just tears in his eyes. um, Singing one of the worship songs. You just, Mm -hmm. Hey, you okay, dude? And he's like, you know, yeah. Put my arm around him and he just got, you kind of feel him collapse, you know, um hmm. moments like that are just really cool. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: That was a good night.
1: And then hiking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to do something.
2: <laughs> they ditched me, but it's okay.
1: So I followed Bobby. <laughs> Bobby doesn't get um <laughs> Bobby doesn't get uh coffee or foodie stuff or uh, alcohol or like gift shops or anything like that, and so we showed up to a, a part of Ireland called Hoth, um, or if you're Irish, they call it Hote. Um, That's what some people might say you are. I my wife would say I'm really Hote. Yeah, yeah. she likes that. She likes she likes what I'm putting out there. Yeah, um, but Bobby, like they're like getting coffee or like getting. Like a uh, gift shop stuff or whatever, and Bobby's like, "Hey, let's go, let's go." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, see ya." <laughs> so we just went.
2: Yeah, it's fine. I had a good time too.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> okay, but you. So okay, we went to Ireland. You went to Japan. Yes. And have we even talked to you since? I don't think you so. went to Japan. Uh, how long ago was that? Was it in August? Beginning of September. Okay. and October's almost over. Yeah, I know. And so why did you go to Japan? Uh,
0: So it was an automations trip. I was there with some friends. Um, First time I've gone uh, on like a long vacation for a a while. Um, And it was just so much fun just being able to go and travel and not have to worry about work. Um, the public transportation is incredible over there. Like, it's so easy to get around. Um, like, most places have an English menu if you need it, um, but Google... You don't it. speak Japan? I do not. Japanese? <laughs> yeah, I don't speak Japan. Uh, I have zero... Daniel menu.
1: don't speak Japan. <laughs> do you speak Gaelic? Oh, no. But everything over there was in Gaelic. Mm. It was either and en- English. English and yeah, Gaelic, Yeah.
0: Oh man, but the, so the Ukrainian refugees, did they speak English or did they speak
1: Russian? Yeah, okay. it, was, it was like broken English. Yeah, broken English. Uh, I think we're the only country that refuses to learn other languages, much. you know? It's sad. Yeah. So, anyways. But, um, but, yeah, we went
0: over and we just traveled around from Tokyo to uh, Kyoto, Osaka, Mount Fuji, though there was a typhoon. The day we were Mount Fuji. We never actually saw the mountain the entire time we were there.
1: I saw the pictures.
0: Yeah. But uh, it was so much fun. Um, Just everything over there is so cool. The vending machines, like, everywhere you go, there's a vending machine. And they have, like, the best drinks. And then I got back to the United States, and the vending machine just has, like, Dasani water and Coca-Cola. Why do we not have vending machines? And it was the
1: worst. When I was young, vending machines were, like, the coolest thing in the Mm -hmm. world.
0: They have them, like... You can see one from anywhere on the street. Like, they're, they're all over the place. You can use, like, your subway card to pay for anything. Everything, all the food over there is super cheap, too. Um, but, like, years into the culture over there is so different. Um, everyone's super polite. Like, they, they bow. Um, like, if you're on the train, you're not supposed to talk. Um, really? Yeah. Mm. Like, there's just so much. It's a very. What Community do they do with like, culture? What
1: do they do with their samurai swords when they're on the train? Um, they just put them away. <laughs> so we'll know.
0: edit that out. <laughs> we'll cut that in post. Sure. <laughs> Depends on how we're feeling. Okay. Um, but I thought we were making that joke because I did buy a sword. Did you really? I did. Yeah. That's amazing. It's not a real one. I was uh,
2: like, they let you bring it back.
0: <laughs> you so you'd have to like ship it if you bought like an actual like sharpened one but I just got like a like fake metal one that you can just have to check in your bag um but yeah it was it was so much fun um like they have like 7-elevens everywhere and they have like the best food like you would you you'd think oh uh gas station store gas station sushi it was good it was actually really good (laughs) Like we went wow. on our way out in the morning, we'd go to 7-Eleven, and on our way back, we'd go to 7-Eleven. Wow. Um, did you
2: eat it anywhere else?
0: <laughs> we did. We actually went to a, a Kobe beef place, which was like this $150 meal. Uh, one of my friends actually was allergic to fish, so everywhere we went, he had to tell them that he couldn't eat anything that had fish in it. and
1: Which is like everything. Right? Most of the things, Kobe. yeah.
0: So uh, half the time, they like turned him away. And the, the beef the beef place, like, they had a bunch of appetizers, but they had, like, fish stuff in them. So he wasn't able to eat any of that. So he had to wait until, like, the end where they just gave him a piece of steak. And we all paid $150. And for us, we were full because we had had, like, a bunch of appetizers. But he was, like, I'm still hungry. And he went to, like, this uh, curry place next to our Airbnb and uh he said that do not go anywhere in Japan that's not Japanese food because it's not good. Well, wow. Apparently. We went to a pizza place. It was fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, super cool that he's not only a Hall of Fame basketball player, but that he has a beef restaurant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yep. Just <laughs> carrying on the legacy of Kobe. Exactly. For I mean, forever.
0: He's got... So much to, to offer. But, um, yeah, the food was great. Uh, surprisingly, the sushi was, like, not all that intricate.
1: Mm. Niki's much better down the street. Well,
0: here. the thing is, like, their sushi is basically just rice with fish on it. Like, it's they don't okay. do, like, a California roll. Yeah, they, don't, mm-hmm. they have, like, you can get, if you go to, like, a place that just has, like, standard stuff, you yeah. can get, like, a tuna roll or a California roll. But you're not going to find, like, the... Thirty plus options of different things you yeah. can have.
2: We're we're trying to mask yeah. the fresh dish of the fish. Mm. Yeah, like or
0: every, or all the food be, was really good. Salvation. It's all just very minimalistic. They just have like rice, noodles, meat. Cool. Um, like so many different like place uh, things you could try that are like yakitori is like uh, roasted like skewers that you can get. Okay. Um, so you could get like chicken. One of my friends had like pork heart. It was interesting. They apparently really liked it. So. Pork heart? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. They had pork tongue as well. Mm. Um, they just have everything over there.
1: I mean, anything from a pig is pretty good. Okay.
2: Pork belly. Oh, my gosh.
1: Hmm. Pork belly is I very love good. pork belly. We were just, so this is an aside, but we were just <laughs> recently in Austin, Texas. And oh, yeah, we, we had, talked about that last yeah. time.
0: So well, let's go to that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had beef cheeks. They were amazing.
0: <laughs> okay
1: in in <laughs> story. end of side yeah.
0: but yeah i mean you'd think going to like an asian country it'd be a lot harder because especially the language like any place where they have letters you can recognize you can at least pronounce whatever the, the words yeah. are yeah. But over there like you i have no idea so like they do have most signs that will have english on them mm. um but definitely uh i don't i Haven't been to any other Asian countries, but I think Japan is definitely one that is a good starting point for people who are looking for a place to go. Yeah. Um, But speaking of travel, Disa, after your trip, you went all over the place. Not all over the place. Okay. Well, where did you go? (laughs)
2: Uh, I met a friend in London, and we just traveled around around there.
0: Just stayed in the city. Foggy London. I I can't (laughs) do it. (laughs) Dang (laughs) it.
2: Uh, yes, just mainly traveled around, um, yeah, around the city and, like, other, like, smaller parks. Like, we went to, like, royal parks okay. where there was, like, my dear friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> royal deer.
2: <laughs> royal deer. Wow. They were...
0: The queen's deer.
2: They were prestige. Um, they were a lot of, a lot of stags. Okay. Beautiful. That's what Daniel
1: was in his heyday. Um... A royal one.
2: Yeah, no, it was it was really cool getting on the out, like getting to see the outskirts too, and being like, okay, like they have other things besides just like city. Mm. Um, but it was really it was cool just like seeing the things that I had learned about growing up, like Buckingham Palace, and um, we went to the tallest hotel bar in Europe for one night, and that was really. Really cool. Instead of doing the London
0: Eye. Yeah. Little, that's just like the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I went, we went like a decade plus ago when I was like early high school. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I mean, I loved the city, but the London Eye I was like, it's a Ferris wheel.
2: Yeah. We were like, uh, do we spend like 60 American dollars to ride oh, this Ferris expensive. wheel? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It was like 45 pounds. I uh, um.
1: I would love to do the UK experience and there's a, a a place I don't actually know exactly where it is but it's not Scotland and it's just in the countryside um oh man what is Wales? it called no it's uh so there was a TV show called All Creatures Great and Small have you guys ever seen this I don't think so it's on uh it's on PBS um okay. it's actually awesome
2: Maybe my dad recommendation
1: has. for all the people out there. Yeah, maybe our parents. Maybe my dad. God, you guys suck. No, a lot of people have seen this show. It's a it's about a um, an English veterinarian. I um, know my grandma might mention it <laughs> from uh, the 1930s, and it is a sweet, wholesome, uh, heartwarming show. Aww. And I did not think that I would like the show, but it's awesome. Okay. Um, shout out to. All creatures great and small, uh, small <laughs> fanboys out there like <laughs> me. But I would want to go and visit like little country towns like that. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then go to Scotland and get some scotch. Yeah. Well, we gotta
0: go. When's our next trip? We got. We all gotta go on that Scotland trip.
1: <sighs> we do have some ministry partners over in the UK that we should go visit. You should. Yeah.
2: Gotta hit them all up. Exactly.
1: I did, so before Ireland, and and we can stop talking about this, but uh, before we went to Ireland I did not realize that North Ireland and Ireland were different countries yeah so and that they do not like each other yeah I mean it's not well they don't do things together except for their rugby team yeah
0: yeah because I was in Ireland at the beginning of the year for New Year's and just like they hate British people over there (laughs) they really do (laughs)
1: Uh
2: I yeah. thought they were friendly to everyone. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's what nor- so Northern Ireland is left over from British uh colonialism, right? Or yeah. or um I don't know. I I'm not gonna comment on it, mm. but it's basically uh Northern Ireland is are they part of the UK? They're part of the UK. Yeah, yeah. they're so part so of it's the Northern UK. Island, like, Wales, it's and so like Ireland. Ireland I think sees Northern Ireland as kind of like Backstabbers, yeah. or or mm. not truly Irish. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's the it's Northern Ireland. Yeah.
1: I don't want to speak friendly. for a whole okay. country. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's
2: some people that are friendly over there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sure, will be nice. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> Next this is my
1: my first time out of the country. Really? So, I mean, not not technically. Technically, we went to Mexico for our honeymoon. But we we flew in and went to an all inclusive resort and mm. never left the resort one time. Yeah. So I don't really count that, that as leaving the country. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole. It was nice. It was great. Um, he did good. It was yeah. I loved it. I loved seeing uh, the land. The land was awesome. <laughs> the land. <laughs> well, like the it's like very um, like the cliff sides and mm-hmm. the beaches are just so mm-hmm. much different. So mm. that was really cool. Yeah.
0: And Disa, have you been outside of the country before?
2: Yes, I have. Where have you been? Um, I've been to Italy, Spain, Germany, Africa. I think that's it. Mexico. Okay,
0: wow, all over.
1: You've just been to like all of Africa? That's a pretty yeah. good place. <laughs> the
2: Congo <laughs> in Africa.
1: You've been to the Congo? The Congo For real? Yes. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah. I know. It's the place that people don't want to go.
0: I think Africa and South America are the only, well... Antarctica, the continents I haven't been to. I wanted to go to Antarctica in college. They had a program, but COVID happened, so no one was able to go. Mm-hmm. So that would have been like the only time that. Because when would you go to Antarctica otherwise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. Yeah, There's know. no reason to. <laughs> no?
1: There's literally Beautiful. no reason to go there unless Kate? you're trying
0: to nab a penguin and come back.
1: Uh, also, book recommendation: uh, a book called The Endurance, um, or maybe just Endurance. <laughs> <laughs> It's about a group of uh, sailors who tried to go to Antarctica in the early 1900s, maybe 1919 or something. Is this an
0: autobiography you
1: wrote? Yes, it's <laughs> me and my buddies. We live to tell the tale. tale. Uh, but their ship crashes. They were going there to be, they were going to try to be the first group to like traverse by land across the continent and their ship crashed and then it just turned into a survival story. True okay. story. Oh my God. Awesome book. It's
0: like Lord of the Flies type thing.
1: No, it no, it doesn't. No, it, no, it doesn't. Okay. It's not like that at all. That's really nice. Uh, it's it's a survival story of dudes just yeah giving their lives for each other. It was it was it's a really good story.
0: Well, Do you You're a reader. Do you have any book recommendations? Oh man, so many. Couldn't even
2: couldn't even name them name Um, I'm going through the meaning of marriage with my sister right now, so definitely recommend Tim Keller Tim
1: Keller
0: okay Daniel's been giving a, a really nice follow up uh, relationship sermon series through Ruth uh, seeing as he didn't get to do the main one that John Bruce did
1: <laughs> so I did not intend I didn't intend when I when we said we were going to do Ruth um, I didn't intend to make Ruth fit into like relationship advice mm-hmm. so much um and I don't really know if it's actually been relationship advice. I think just the first week was kind of like, kind of calling out men a little bit, giving maybe a charge, encouragement, exhortation stuff. And then um, I thought last week was just, you know, how do we how do we move closer to people who are hurting? Uh, how are we looking out for the vulnerable? And then, um, yeah, tonight I think that you start to see Ruth and Boaz move into a—, a a relationship phase or a courtship phase. And it's not the same as we would think about it um, in terms of dating. Like, hey, do you want to go out for a date? But they're starting to take notice of each other. They're getting to know each other better. They're around each other um, in the context of a group a lot more. And, uh, yeah, it it really progresses. So it's actually worked out really well. As As I read and study and things, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of molded itself into a follow-up to John's relationship series. Or I would just say a nice pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Pig Jig this weekend. If anybody's out there and hears this and... Uh,
0: I don't know if he'll be out by then. I will be at a wedding this weekend. Big so. Pig
1: Jig was last weekend. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was a great time. You guys missed it.
0: Oh, yeah. man. I'm sad.
1: A couple other things coming up since it is fall. Um. Um... Friendsgiving. If you're here over the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving week, the Tuesday that is the Thanksgiving week, I think that's the 21st, November 21st. Uh, we will be having our second annual Friendsgiving. Were y'all here for it last year? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it was cool, right? Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. We just had everybody bring a dish. So we just got an empty plate. Yeah, just a yeah a <laughs> serving dish. No, we we bought the turkey and ham and just asked everybody, would you bring like an appetizer or some type of Thanksgiving side or or a dessert, and we sat at some tables and just had a had a great time. I thought it was a lot of fun last Good year. Time.
0: Yeah, Deesa, do you have any favorite fall activities?
2: Uh, did pumpkin carving recently? That was really fun. Um, I don't know. Probably just like <laughs> walking through parks admiring the <laughs> trees.
1: Dang, I bet yours is raking. <laughs> Raking is oddly enough not on my list.
0: Okay, you seem like the type of guy that would have it there. Your um, kids would love it. I do
1: love. I do have currently have a huge leaf pile in the backyard, and it is my um, greens that go into the compost pile. So, okay. do um, your kids jump in there in the compost pile? No. <laughs> okay. In the leaf pile? Yes, they love. They love doing that. I threw. I, so we have a, a puppy at home. And I threw her ball into the leaf pile the other day Mm. and she took off running and kind of jumped into it, but then realized that she was in the middle of like a leaf pile and did just like a weird, like puppy look around Mm. thing. Like, where am I? What have I gotten myself into? And where is my ball? So yeah, that was pretty fun. No, I hate raking leaves. (laughs) If we could cut down every tree in our yard, I would. Mm.
0: I prefer shoveling to raking.
1: (laughs) Uh, Leaf blowing is the easy way to do it. Yeah.
2: I would say another
1: just, one. Yeah, just get down on all fours and start blowing waves. Yeah.
2: Another one of my favorite activities is trying all the pumpkin spice lattes around town. Okay.
1: Wow. Is there, a, <laughs> is there a a good place to try a pumpkin spice latte yeah, around other now? than the ones you've named. Is it Osa? Is it I Land of a Thousand I have not people?
2: tried either of those. The okay. only ones that I've tried so far have been in Ireland.
1: Oh, okay. Wait, I got one. Did I get one in Ireland? Did you? I don't know. I did get an Irish coffee one night, and oh, that was gosh. the bomb. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah. My favorite fall activity is either football. Okay. So when I think of yes. when I think of the fall, I think of waking up early on Saturday mornings and playing backyard football with my friends when I was little, and then watching football all day. Uh-huh. So football and then deer hunting. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I've never really liked
0: fall all that much. Get I out. liked oh my I like pumpkin pie and pumpkin bread. But like as far as like activities go, I just don't really have any that I'm like, oh man, oh boy, let's go do that. Like I like that it I like when it gets colder out and I can wear long sleeves, but other than that, like the like the colors are, are pretty. Like it's nice to get outside and go for a hike, but
1: Tennessee is starting to look really beautiful mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yep.
0: Um, so, Halloween is coming up. Uh, we're gonna have a Halloween worship night. A scary worship night. Scary worship night. The scariest thing, what is the scariest thing known to man, Daniel? Um.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All of the songs are gonna be like... (laughs) Every single song will be talking, will have a reference to hell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Satan is defeated. (laughs) The gates of hell will not prevail. Just all just like songs about you need to repent, yeah, or die, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eternal judgment. <laughs> we'll find the scariest songs.
0: Do you have a Halloween costume, Disa? No. no.
1: You totally threw me off because you were looking at me when you said that, and you said Disa.
0: <laughs> my favorite. I looked at you. I was like, I could ask Dana, but Disa's our guest, so I should ask her. I was like, yeah,
1: my costume yeah. is. I'll go as Disa.
0: Yeah, is yeah. that what you're going to do?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
0: I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, it was Josh this uh, past weekend for our costume party that Jack and Carolyn and Christina hosted.
1: Okay. I saw... Who was dressed as as Jack? Uh, so, Tiffany. Tiffany. And, Tiffany and Carolyn Jack. was Jack last year.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. We should so have this a... This is
2: just a running
0: yeah, thing? Yeah, we should have a day where everyone dresses as Jack and Daniel tries to wear his Waldo, actual Jack.
1: Ooh, that would be fun. If you guys don't know Jack, he looks kind of like a Viking warlord. Right? That's the perfect way to describe him. Yeah. He looks like he would walk around with a chalice.
0: He looks like the guy that was on the basketball team, but you weren't sure of his age. He was probably a lot older.
1: Ooh, quick, uh, what is the difference between a chalice and a grail and a goblet? I was just thinking about that because I was like, Jack looks like the type of dude that would walk around with a chalice. And then I was like, or oh, a grail or a goblet. What's the difference between those things?
0: I don't know if there is one. Because <laughs> like, the obviously first thing... one of them
1: has fire in it. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Yeah.
0: But, hmm. That's a good question. I don't know if it's... Ta- one if of them is holy. It.
1: <laughs> oh, this right? is that a joke? No, I'm just saying, yeah, seriously, I'm just out. thinking out loud.
0: Okay, I wasn't sure if this
1: was, like, set up or something. No, this is, no, no, no. Doesn't, I it, think,
2: doesn't a goblet usually hold a drink, though?
1: I would assume all of them hold a drink. Okay. Okay,
0: here I we go. I don't know. Chalice versus grail. Um, chalice is a large drinking cup, while grail is used for uh, religious ceremonies.
1: I disagree with that. Um... There's only one grail. It's the holy grail. That's the only one? Yeah.
0: Then why is it called the holy grail?
1: Like, you'd think there'd be other grails that aren't holy. It's a, the holy grail. It's an adjective. It's not a, It's not the holy grail. It's... Wait. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just being stupid. Okay. I think a chalice has to have, like, jewels on it.
0: Maybe. Seems like, like all, it would be ornate. All of them have jewels on them. They're all just, like, fancy metal.
1: Does the goblet have handles on it? No. Like on the side?
0: Um, Because in Harry Potter, the goblet, at least as far as I know, didn't have handles. The Triwizard Tournament Cup did,
1: though. Ooh. Oh. Like the World Cup. Yeah. That's a different variation into this game. They're all just types of cups, I guess. That can't be the answer. (laughs)
2: Stay tuned next Listener, week. Listener, email they'll... us.
1: Email us with what's the difference between a grail, yeah. a chalice, a cup, and um, where's
0: our science expert Kyle Lira when we need him?
1: Uh, it, has to do, it probably has to do with photosynthesis. <laughs> right. Speaking of, that's what's going on in Tennessee <laughs> <Yep>. right now. <laughs> yep. As
0: callback to one year ago, episode when...
1: one, two, three, photosynthesis. Yeah. Man.
0: To all of our listeners who understand that reference, thank you for you're the real ones. with us for. One year. Yeah,
1: you're the real ones. Thing Man, I billion. heard a great joke the other day and I totally forgot it. So, sorry guys. <laughs> Seriously, that's it. Okay. Man.
2: Brilliant. <laughs>
0: do you have any do- jokes, Deesa? No. No?
1: Okay. Uh, I can just make one up off the top of my head. Sure. Why did the duck not like Halloween? <laughs> uh, why? Because it wasn't all that it was quacked up to be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you know where that was
0: going when you started it? I didn't know where that was going
1: when I started it. No. <laughs> nope.
0: Well, you landed it.
1: Landed the joke. Nailed it.
0: Nice. Well, I think we've kind of filled people in on what's going on. Um, we want to wrap up here? Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, Disa, thank you for coming on and chatting with us. Uh, thank
2: you for having me. Yeah. Great time.
0: It's nice to get back in the swing of things. Hopefully we are more consistent from here on out. With, I'm going to uh, start advertising. We're
1: going to get the weight of Weston Community Church behind this thing.
0: Everyone's going to be like, man, this is our platform. Like, this is our, this is our child. Yeah. Hanging have. in the
1: hangar to the moon, y'all. We're going places.
0: Exactly. If we have 30 listeners by the end of the year, man, <laughs> skyrocketing.
1: Like, comment, review. <laughs> yeah. Leo, five star review five star iPod t- podcast review. Share. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Tell us what you like to hear. Maybe Daniel will like sing a little bit if you want. He did that one time.
1: Did I really? Yeah. Oh yeah, at the beginning. When was that with you and Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, at your house. That was awesome. I
2: think you sing on Graces too.
1: Do I really? <laughs> <laughs> you might. Okay. Well, I like to sing. I'm not good at it, but I like to sing. That's all you need. It's been fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for listening. Um, Hopefully, we'll catch you around West End at all of the fun events that are coming up. Um, Be sure to talk to Daniel or me or Adisa. Uh, We're always looking for new people to bring into the group and uh, get to know. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Uh, Please let us know uh, that you've listened so we can tell if this thing is successful or not. we clearly have zero metric for that so um, it's been a good time and we'll uh, see y'all next time bye